This is the podcast in which I share my morning cup of coffee with a poem by Emily Dickinson, and I share that poem with you. Today we have the one that begins, Glowing is her bonnet. Glowing is her bonnet, glowing is her cheek, glowing is her kirtle, and yet she cannot speak. Better as the daisy from the summer hill, vanish unrecorded, save by tearful rill, save by loving sunrise looking for her face, save by feet unnumbered pausing at the place. Three stanzas there with our regular rhymes using our regular reader. And this poem is again addressing someone who is dead. And in this in this particular instance, especially in that first stanza, it seems as though Dickinson is actually looking at the body of the person who has just died and still seeing the glow of life in it, right? It's that glowing, 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 and then subsequently the yet. So I think that's where we first um, get the indication of who we're actually talking about. Because for those first couple lines, um, when I read this poem for the first time, you almost think it's spring or something, right? You're like, is this a metaphor? Where are we going with this? But once you've gotten past the, um, the first three lines, you realize that it was not, I don't think, meant to be a metaphor. It's actually a bonnet that was glowing, a cheek that was glowing, and a kirtle or girdle, however you want to pronounce it, um, the woman's garment that was, that was glowing, right? But yet she cannot speak. Then the second stanza jumps from that sort of bedside scene, if you will, into a nature comparison. Better as the daisy from the summer hill, vanish unrecorded, save by tearful rill. Right, so I think Dickinson is saying here that instead of the funeral, which will probably follow her moment of looking at the the body of the person who is gone and seeing sort of the, the remaining glow of life there. And better than that funeral pomp and circumstance, she's saying it would be an improvement if people sort of disappeared and faded like flowers, like the daisy fades from the summer hill. Right? She says vanish unrecorded, saved by tearful real. Like there's a little there's a remembrance there of those daisies, but there's not a sort of funeral for the daisy that would seem disproportionate and the final stanza gives us those ways in which dickinson thinks people should be remembered save by loving sunrise looking for her face right so this this image is really beautiful it's the sun comes up in the morning and is looking for the face of this this dead woman the face that the sun was used to shine on and the face that the sun is going to miss Right, that sunrise is going to look for her and not find her. It's this beautiful image of personifying the sun, right, as being sort of in a friendship with this person, and also the image of the deceased person as being at one with the natural world. There's sort of a hole in the world where her place was. And then the next image, saved by feet unnumbered, pausing at the place. Right, so we get a sort of graveside image here, and there's a there's a path that goes to it or something, and there's the feet who pop that pause there and think about her. Right, so it's a sort of natural 
gap where the son is looking for her but then the people know what's happened the son doesn't seem to know the people know and they can pause at the place where she is buried so yeah as usual i always end up apologizing i'm trying not to do that and be like sorry about all of the death images but it's all right dickinson is filling us with beauty and hope in the way she talks about some of the most serious things that we can deal with as humans so i will talk to you again tomorrow